Hello everybody, we're back here at the OG Motor Show and I've been able to tag down thanks to the help of one lovely John P and Mr. Willie. Yeah, hi guys, how's it going? Good. So tell us, what what is the what is the bike that you have here? Well, I built a, a bike for Factory Yamaha, uh, who is the main sponsor for a rally that we're doing globally through all our locations in Sardinia, Spain, uh, Biarritz, uh, Australia, and America for sure, and maybe some other locations. And so they gave me a, a YZ450FX to build. And our brand is, really likes vintage bikes, and one of my platforms has often been new and old. So I'll... I'll I'll try to take something that's very modern and mm -hmm. very technical and kind of give it an older look, keeping the function 100%. And so it was really a tricky build because the YZ450FX has a Delta Box chassis, which is wide, and typically the vintage motocross bikes had little tiny peanut tanks. Mm -hmm. So, And also the gas tank on this bike really sat underneath the seat and just occupied a different you know, part of the frame and, and the air box of the YZ is actually where the gas tank is. Okay. So it was a complicated process and uh, we did the best we could and, and uh, I hope you guys like it. But uh, we're going to race it uh, at our uh, rally event, the mm -hmm. Swank Rally, in a few months. So it's, it's going to be fun. So tell us a little bit more about the Swank Rally then. Well, it started in Italy. Our location in Italy um, set up a rally and basically... Uh, it consists of show up on a Friday night, there's barbecue, flat track under the lights, uh, drinking, obviously. And the next day, there's a rally rally course that's set up that is self-timed. Okay. So you'll hit your own start-stop, you run the course, you write your own time in. So it's sort of, you know, honor honor method, unlike most races or rallies. And I think there's probably going to be some drinking involved, a lot of fun involved. And it's it's just, a, you know, our brand tends to be more, let's have a good time. It doesn't matter who won or lost. It's who had the most fun. So that's kind of the, the whole point. Yeah, and you guys do seem that, with the, especially with the brand, always do seem to be having a lot of fun. Exactly, exactly. So if we take a step back, though, I mean, how did you start going down towards this direction? I mean, what was the, the, the nutshell or the thing at the start that With this you? bike? Or no, just in general. So your Building whole motorcycles? Yeah, we were building motorcycle career. Well, I grew up uh, in Marin County, blocks away from Mert Lawell and you know, just sort of motorcycle mecca. Mm -hmm. And as a little kid, I just uh, was enthralled with motorcycles. So, was it in the family as well, or was it just you going out in your own kind of thing? Yeah, my father was was a big racer. He raced boats and gliders and motorcycles and everything. And so, yeah, it was in in my blood. And um, and so I just I started out as a very young kid, third grade, you know, racing around a little Honda 50, and mm -hmm. just you know progressed from there. And soon realized. Uh, once I started getting on the bigger bikes that the bikes needed to be developed, you know, things didn't work right, but you couldn't buy parts. There was no internet. There was no performance parts companies. In fact, you know, factory super bikes back in the day were very standard. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe they had a magnesium slider or whatever, but if you look at like a 1974, you know, super bike, it looks like a production motor. In fact, stock foot pegs and shifters and, you know, heavy, you know, uh, so I started just spending a lot of time in metal shop and and uh, and learning how to 
do the trades that, yep. that are necessary to make the parts. And, and then later in my life, I wasn't really good in school, so I just I went out into the world. I worked for a submarine company learning, you know, vacuum bagging and composite technologies and mold making. And, you know, and I, I just kind of went around the you know, genre. I worked for a guy that learned how to do tin work and, you know, uh, forming metal and you know and so in the end you know and I, I still study today I, I don't I haven't given it up I I make my own tools you know I made my own English wheel that's has a lot of adjustability I make a lot of my own tools and my own parts and every year I I go study with uh, a tinsmith who's one, okay. of the, one of the better tinsmiths in the world yep and he's not a guy he doesn't understand shapes mm-hmm. and function but every year I'll I'll kind of make a list if I'm making something and I'm having a hard time with one aspect of it. I'll, I'll write it down on this list, and then when I go to him, I, I bring him these problems. And it's always sort of the same thing now. It's, it, it's more complicated. And he'll sit there and go, well, I don't know. Let's figure it out. You know? And then So it's, it's a learning process. You never give up, never stop trying to learn, and, and just try to always make yourself better. That's, that's the way I approach things. And then if you were giving some advice to someone that's looking to, or it's just starting out in the building path or trying to get down it, what tips are you, would you suggest? Is there any good advice aside from getting stuck in and trying to get dirty, kind of speak? Well, start small, you know. Mm-hmm. Start with a simple project and, and work your way up. Uh, but also study, you know. I mean, figure out what it is you want to do. And, and, then, and then, you know, you have YouTube. You guys have resources that just absolutely didn't exist even a few years ago i mean look on youtube see if you can find something there if you can't then find out who does it you know knock on their door do they need a helper can you hire them to take a class can you you know figure it out you know don't just hammer away at something without any direction you know Go out and learn, you know, study and keep working. And then, so the brand that you work with and what you've been doing, I mean, how do you feel that's progressed over the time you've been working there? My work for them? Yeah. Yeah, it's gotten better. The work's gotten better, more complicated, you know. Yeah. Uh, but the main function, main theory of my bikes is that it's function over look. You know, it's the bikes have to be, you know, proper geometry. They have to work properly. I, I don't build art bikes, mm-hmm. per se, just for the fact that it's something beautiful to look at (laughs) so yeah and so i mean obviously with that there's obviously where you say you like to take modern bikes and make them look older so to speak is that and then when doing that there must be some there's the benefits obviously because modern technology is modern for a reason and it's a little bit better maybe and sometimes in some of the old etc we'll say yeah yeah well i mean a lot of the bikes i build are just i start with a motor and mm-hmm. i build the whole bike yeah but yeah it's it geometry is important you know there's a lot of bikes you look at you know in the magazines covers of books all that kind of they're, they're really nice to look at but if you sat on the seat the, the the seat pan would be in the wheel you know, it's not rideable. It's not functional. You know, a lot of bikes, they look good in a picture, but then when you see them, it's, it's eight feet long. Mm-hmm. You know, it has 30-inch wheels on it. You know, this is not function. It's art. You know, so I, I, I line myself up more in the practical function. I want to get on a bike and go have fun riding it, and I want it to work well. I want it to stop well. I want it to be safe. I don't want parts to vibrate and fall off. You know, there's a lot that goes into how you mount things and it's just a, a lot to all of it you know yeah. and then speaking of going out and riding and having fun obviously we're here in southern california which uh, or in california just in general as well you being from northern california what are some of the places where you like to go and ride here in california 
Well, there's, you know, dirt riding, there's Gorman, there's the desert, there's, you know, a, a lot of places, uh, flat track, there's Paris, there's, uh, there's a couple good flat, uh, couple good flat tracks around road racing i do a lot of road racing and super motor riding there's lots of great road racing tracks there's willow springs button willow chuck walla you know i was just had a chuck walla the other day on a 200 horsepower 240 pound v4 two-stroke suitor that was, was probably a, a, a handful it was gonna say it'd be a good time it'll keep you on your toes yeah yeah exactly so yeah that's that's the goal this year i'm doing pike's peak again and uh uh you guys should check that out. Yeah, so what are you going to be doing for Pikes Peak then? What's the plan? Well, I built a, I built a hand-built Ducati um, that makes about 200 horsepower and weighs about 340 pounds wet. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my entry right now. However, um, Suter is working on making the parts to make my V4 uh, prototype high bar bike. Okay. And if they get this done in time i'll ch- try to change my entry and race the suitor up there all right that'll be so, fun then yeah yeah that'll be a handful so if anyone's willing to try and track you down or find your builds online where's the best place to track you down woolies workshop on instagram Perfect. yeah well, Woolies, it's been absolutely fantastic and thank you so much all right take the time appreciate it thank have you a great day. you Bye too